Welcome to MTZ Overflow Podcast. You've just finished listening to the sermon. Now let's get into the overflow. We're glad you're here. He goes, he leaves. She's at home. So he had a nice little salary. And his wife got money. Who was uh, Alexandra? Alexandra Jones. My daughter. Mm-hmm. She said, didn't stand like get paid. She didn't think he was getting paid. What? Yes. That's cold. Stayed in Milwaukee last night. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. And I got up at 5 o'clock and worked out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we got on the road. Wow. And then I had a meeting time I got here. I think I'm going to go to sleep after this in my office. Because <laughs> I got to pick the kids up. I can't go home. Oh, so y'all hung out last night. Mm-hmm. Cause Tara got to work today, mm-hmm. and she has um school tonight, so mm-hmm. can't do nothing for her birthday. I have to take her some food or something home tonight, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Might get get her some P.F. Changs. It's the whole in Milwaukee. Oh, the one in Middleton's gone. Yeah, you didn't know. I don't. I don't care too much about P.F. Changs. God, so they've been gone for a long time. You remember that rain and the flood came. In the Bible? No. In, in, uh, here. She said in the Bible. <laughs> and, <laughs> a couple of years ago, it rained and it flooded, like, militant. Uh, yes. You remember that? I remember it vaguely, yeah. I remember them being like, it was a big, it was a, it was a big flood. Yeah, 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 people's basements and stuff were flooded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, um, me and Tiona, what, it, it had a long day or something, both of us went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And we woke up like at 10, and mm-hmm. I was like, yo, let's go get some snacks. Yeah. And we went out, and it was like huge, huge puddles everywhere. Oh. Like, we tried to go to the gas station, and like cars stuck in the water. Wow. Yeah. We didn't know what was going on. And we got back home, turned the news on. It's flood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And P.F. Chang, that area, one of the was one of the restaurants that got flooded out and they didn't um they didn't open back up. So what is what are they doing with the building now? I think it's um reference place. I happy. An E? You put an E on there? Yeah. Because it stands for everything? No. I International just, House of Pancakes and, and everything else. <laughs> They used to be clever. Remember when they said they were the International House of Burger? Yeah. (laughs) 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 That 
that was it's probably yeah, people flocking there just to try it. Oh yeah, I still haven't That's had a non-breakfast food from there. That's that psychology. They use them, them, them sellers. They use psychology to draw people in to buy their products and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. That's how. That's what capitalism is. I gotta figure out how to do that for the church. Mm. Food? No. Okay. The gospel. Eternal salvation. <laughs> <laughs> right. I gotta figure it out. Cause they just like they be marketing and how they be selling what they have and makes people flock to them. What about like commercials? Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's that's the piece, right? It's got to be visible everywhere, so right. you gotta have like the commercials. So I'm trying to see what they're gonna do. That's great. Sound good. Yeah, I gotta see what. The money. Trying to. Everybody man. What's that shoulder? That's the shoulder. Oh, that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. The shoulder lean. Shoulder. It wasn't leaning. <laughs> I thought leaning. Oh, you got lean back. You leaning forward. Just S- lean. Smart. You gotta bounce right to left and let your shoulder lean. Mm. Shoulder lean. Shoulder lean. Oh. Okay. <laughs> got a funny text. Are you laughing at me? I'm laughing at you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to MTZ Overflow Podcast. I am your host, Cassandra Thorpe. I am here with Reverend Dr. Marcus Allen. Welcome, Pastor. I think um, maybe one of these. I was just thinking, what if you led one with one of your ministers or like you flip it or something? I don't know. Maybe you can lead and ask the questions one time. Yeah, interview you. Sure. Cool. On the sermon? Yeah. Okay. You study it. You read it. And I and it it ha- it'll help me to know what you're hearing from the pulpit rather than what you go back and research through the sermon. Uh-huh. So we have to do it like right out the church. Yeah. It had to be like fresh right after church. Fresh. So then I, <laughs> that's all I have time to go back and, and think through with this with this podcast special right. lens. Right, so you <laughs> so you have no study time. You gotta you gonna be up there. I'm gonna take these notes. You said what? Say it again, Pastor. <laughs> Say a lot of the people in the back. Just that'd aim. be cool. That'd be cool. Or yeah, or yeah, or one of my ministers too. That that'll be pretty slick. We can change some stuff up. Mm-hmm. Just thinking, I'm hearing some different voices. Not that the people don't love us. Well, you know, give them a little surprise in and out of there or something. Mm-hmm. Or if there's like a theme or something and there's a story in the church, we can talk about how that story ties into the sermon. I don't know. That's what's up. Just thinking of different ways. But as we are ending the year, we're in November. So our theme for the year has been Simple Church. And so we focused a portion of the year on prayer, focused a portion of sermons on preaching the word. We are now in the practicing our faith portion, which the alliterations continue because the last one is people. So prayer, preaching, practicing, people. Mm-hmm. Triple P or quadruple P's. There you go. Uh, and so we are going to talk today about the fruit of the Spirit. Okay. 
which I like. I've always enjoyed the fruit of the spirit. Uh, I don't know if you learned a song about them, but I did. Okay, sing it. <coughs> Go ahead. Oh, okay. Go ahead. It's, it's, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, and self control. These are the fruit of the spirit. And then you just say, keep going. Yeah. I think there's like another verse or something. Cool. Yeah. That's, so that's how I learned it. So then, um, talk to us about the what Galatians is. We just um, the sermon covers Galatians five twenty two through twenty three, um, but it's uh, what's happening in Galatia at this time. Right. So uh, Paul is the writer uh, of this text. Uh, he's writing to the church in Galatia, uh, another Gentile um, nation that's not. They're not Jews. Um, and he's just talking to them on how to be Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Telling them how to live a life as a Christian uh, as he uh, make his missionary journey um, throughout Asia and trying to you know, convert people to Christ. Mm-hmm. And so this is just one of his stops. And he's uh, really um, giving this church the tools that are necessary for them to live a Christian life. Mm-hmm. Which has seems to be the theme of a lot of Paul's writings. Right. First of all, he's writing a lot. Hold up. Somebody saw a, a thing on Facebook and you know, it spread everywhere. It said, "If if Paul was around, America would get a letter." Oh, not a letter. Uh, <laughs> Probably get a whole testament. A whole testament. Multiple, like, monthly open letters. Right. Paul would be writing. Postcards. No, and then most of his writings, majority of his writings are from from prison. He's in jail, and he's just writing letters to encourage, correct, um, to uplift, to condemn, um, to rebuke and reprove and teach, just help the church to be better, and that was was his goal. That's a good point, because now... What I have heard from the people that are in jail, they're usually receiving letters of encouragement from those outside mm-hmm. um, versus the other way around. So that's a that's a very interesting note uh, when it comes to kind of where he is and where we are in time. Right. And thank you for bringing that point up because um, I send my the sister Rump sends my sermons every week mm-hmm. to individuals that we know of that are in prison mm-hmm. um, so if you listen to this and you have a loved one who's in prison who, who needs some sermons let the church know and, mm-hmm. and we'll um we'll get it to them just send us the information um but there's nothing like knowing that you have mail mm. right um when i was in the army and basic training or in afghanistan or iraq it was always good just to get a piece of mail hmm. because it meant, you know, somebody was thinking about you. Yeah. And so here's Paul in jail is not concerned about receiving, but he's giving. Hmm. He's in chains, but he's still giving encouragement, right? Yeah. Um, he's behind bars, but he's still trying to um, give people what they need to liberate them spiritually and mm-hmm. mentally. And so I think uh, Paul is, you know, 
he's the second greatest human in the New Testament next to Jesus. Mm. He writes 13, some would say 13, 12 to 13 books in the New Testament. There's mm-hmm. only 27 books there. And so he's had a huge impact on the life of the Christian um, other than Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's been, he's very intentional on like this, producing this fruit. Um, and so that's what a lot of your sermon is about, is talking about how we can and should produce fruit. Right. Uh, because you say that it's a dangerous place to be with Christ when you are not producing fruit. Um, and I, I made the note of like, this applies to all things because not just in our spiritual life. And I think at times we may feel that we're not producing because it's not in the way that we see it or it's not in the area that we feel comfortable. So, um, or we shy away from it, which, which you get into, but, um, Yeah. I think the the producing fruit <clears throat> has the fear of well I'm not doing as well as so and so and such and such right. so I'm not going to do that and there's the encouragement piece of fruit where well people only give me attention or encourage me to do this thing but I don't get that same encouragement when I do something else so I think of like people <coughs> who like fit like work out a woman is extremely skinny thin I'll say I'll say thin and then there's a man who's like oh, you can't well, say skinny I think thin's a better word okay yeah but and then there's a man who's um, very muscular and they both or not like bodybuilder muscular but okay. um, very much in the the standards that you see um, as represented in pick whatever right show space um, so those people get a lot of encouragement to continue to look that way, but are they truly producing fruit of what they're doing? Like, is this, is to keep, is to maintain this tearing up their relationships that they have with other people? Is it destroying them inside? I think the fruit allow us, or this conversation allows us to really see the, all the parts of the plant, right? From the roots to the, um, stem to the leaves, the fruit, like all of it. That people are producing because it's not just the outward appearance could be how it's all growing kind of right that those, that's my thought well the only way we can grow after you looking at the fruit of the spirit is having one having the spirit of god mm-hmm. um and then we have to um be all right producing what god created us to produce because um an apple tree would not try to produce oranges Right, it only can produce what apples. apples. Um, that's all you can focus on doing is what God created you to do, and sometimes I think we miss that. We try to we like you said we see, uh, we see other people producing or other people doing well, but that's not what God created you for. Mm-hmm. You got to be created, uh, not created, but you have to be committed to the lane or to the seed in which God has placed in you mm-hmm. and produce from there. And if not, then you find yourself um, messing things up because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me produce my my apples, right? You produce your oranges mm-hmm. because when I try to do oranges, I'm going to mess something up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then it it look weird oranges coming from an apple tree mm-hmm. um, and it's dysfunctional mm-hmm. um and I think that's what we deal with a lot a lot of dysfunction because people we simply just don't want to be who we are mm-hmm. because of what we see and especially now uh with social media um because you we get to see so many different people. Mm-hmm. And you know, we see so many people's lives, um, how people are prospering, what they're doing, their likes, um, their views. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, how you get all them views and stuff, you know? And so you see people trying to emulate things like that, and then they fall flat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I don't get, you know. I was an influencer for about a couple of weeks, and then I was mm-hmm. like, no, nah, I ain't doing this no more. Because people just be like, always like stealing my stuff, you know. I'm a trendsetter and stuff. That's that's what, as an influencer, you're supposed to influence people. Yeah, to train, to follow. Yeah, and I ain't know that. But I ain't like it, so I was like, I'm done. I just come on here every now and again, posting. But, um... But I think that that social media it really mm-hmm. um, allows people to see the highlight reel mm-hmm. of other people's lives and not see the struggle it took to get there. Mm. Um, because yeah, I'm, I'm gonna show show you good time. I'm gonna let's do it like that. I'm gonna show you me. Being at the game, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna show you that and the frustration I have with driving all the way to Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. I wish it was. I wish it was closer, <laughs> but um, but I, I what it took to get there. What it took to get there is um, was was challenging, mm-hmm. and what's uh, what people don't see. Oh, they see me at the Pfizer Forum. Yeah. Uh, enjoying the game. Yeah. They don't know how much I had to sacrifice to pay for the ticket. Nope. Um, don't know how much I had to give give up just to get a, uh, a parking. Yeah. How, how far I had mm-hmm. to walk in the cold. Mm-hmm. But all I'm going to show you, I'm at the game. Yeah. Right? And so people see the highlight reel and they don't see the struggle to get to where you are. Yeah, very true. Uh, they don't. No one. No one sees the struggle. I think that makes that's because the struggle's not cute. No. Because honestly, as you were talking, I was like, please stop. Because <laughs> it's not cute. I'm just kidding. I was very much listening. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but to the point of um, what Paul is calling us to do as Christians is to produce all nine fruit yeah we can't choose our fruit no. so it'd be like you're going to the game you can't choose um well unless you want to pay for something else it was like choosing how you would get there the weather like you mm-hmm. you can't you can't control all of those things so if we're going to produce fruit, we have to go through right some of that process so 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 paul is telling us no one he says don't um don't live according to the flesh. Mm-hmm. And he goes off this list of things we do according to the flesh. Then he says, walk in the spirit um, that that you know, 
uh, may be able to produce these fruit. Mm-hmm. Walk in the spirit that you may produce fruit. He didn't say these fruits. It's a singular. It's not plural. So it, if you have the spirit, all of these are going to flow out of you. So yeah. the focus is more on the spirit. Yes. And not, um... Yeah, the focus is on the spirit. The spirit of God allows us to have self-control. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Because if we don't have a spirit, we'll lose control. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it allows us to have peace, mm-hmm. kindness, um, joy, love. Mm-hmm. These things start with the Holy Spirit. And if we don't have the Holy Spirit, we and if we are not operating in the Holy Spirit, relying on the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. living in or walking in the Holy Spirit, yeah. then we will uh, go to the work of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Because it's easier to sin than it is to live holy. Mm -hmm. But if you have the Holy Spirit, it gives you that power. It gives you that anointing. It gives you that strength. (laughs) It gives you the help you need to say no when you often want to say yes. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. And I say, and I say, because I I I don't think I ever thought of it as one spirit. The way that it's always been taught to me was these are the fruits of the spirit. Like you got to see all of them, fruit of the spirit. Excuse me. Um, but they were always taught individually, so it made it feel that they were separate underneath the larger like fruit of the spirit, and you could work on each one individually. But you, you tell me, I can't. It's if you have the Holy Spirit. This is what this this is what Paul, Paul is telling. If we live by the Spirit, this is the product of us living by the Spirit. Okay. Right? Um, if we live by the Spirit, um, love is going to flow out of us. Mm-hmm. Kindness is going to flow out of us. Gentleness will flow. Uh, it, it's automatic because, we one, we know the Word of God. Because if we live by the Spirit, you have to know the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So you know what God is requiring of, of us, how He desires for us to live. How we must love our neighbor with all our heart, our mind, our body, and our soul. How we must give and not just talking about giving to the church. Mm-hmm. How we must help, help our neighbor. How we must um, um, be kind and gentle. How we must show self-control. Because we can lose control based off the actions of those around us can make us act out of character. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been there before when you lost, almost lost, or did you lose yeah. self control? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, but if you have the Holy Spirit, it helps you to restrain that anger. You hear what I mean? I hear you. It helps you pull that, pull it down that you don't explode. Because when you have that anger, it makes you do things that may can get you in trouble. May, yeah. Right? And you don't want that. I hope not. Depends Um, on the day. Okay. Some people want the smoke. You don't choose violence often, do you? This morning, I did not. Oh, you was about to? Monday, I did. Dang. I woke up and chose it immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I understand what you're saying. I understand. And and the the, the part where I'm getting stuck is... It feels all or nothing to me. Mm-hmm. And there may be places where one is stronger than the other. And does that mean that I'm not, I don't have the spirit? 
that's what that's where um I'm having um, okay. some challenges. Okay, let's look at them. Um, love, joy, peace. God gives. I can give you my two if you want. What's your two? Give me my, your two. Let's go. My two are patience and self control. Okay. Patience, I'm a lot better at. Self control is prior to this conversation something I have been working on being better at. Okay. Patience and self control. Mm-hmm. So that's long suffering. So you're good at long suffering. You can suffer for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and self control. So. Just even looking at that, you know, if you have the will, the the ability to be patient, how can't you use that patience when it comes to self-control? It doesn't feel that they're on the same level, though. Like, I feel that I have more stamina for patience than I do self-control. But the, but patience, all... the patience should give you the ability to have self-control. You feel what I mean? The patience say, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let's think this through before we respond or or you think about doing something like, oh, wait a minute. Let's wait a little while for it. If you see what I'm saying, it should weigh each other out. If you're saying if you have patience, yes, I'm a patient person. But then our patience should have an effect on self-control. It should. Right. And if you look at all of the. The, um, the fruit of the spirit like love affects self-control long-suffering right mm-hmm. all of them affect each other because I gotta I gotta say that this joy that I have the world and given the world can't take it away so I'm going to be joyful in the midst of long-suffering even when and 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 when I have to practice self-control I still gotta be joyful Right? I got to say I'm at peace because peace is not the absence of trouble. Peace is me knowing God is in control in the midst of my trouble. You feel what I mean? I'm trying not to preach to you. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to help you uh, as we try to discover, you know, like you're saying. And people, I don't want no one thinking, oh, I don't have all of them together, so I'm not living by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So... The intentionality of the saint, the Christian, is to find a method in which you are constantly in tune with the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And that method is found through scripture reading, right? Journaling, mm-hmm. meditating, uh, prayer, um, fellowshipping with the saints, committing yourselves to spiritual disciplines, service, that you're constantly in the mode of having God on your mind. Mm-hmm. And the more you're connected in that way, the more self-control you have. And, and then and the more peace you have, the more mm-hmm. joy, the more gentleness and kindness, you all these areas you'll be able to operate in because of what you've done behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Or what you, you feel what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you say, yo, uh, I don't have much self-control, but I have a lot of patience. Um, just thinking of the two, they kind of go together if you ask me, you know, mm-hmm. because patience will allow you to have self-control, right? Because if if this man just ran up in here right now screaming and yelling at me, mm-hmm. I got to have patience with him mm-hmm. in order to practice self-control and not pull, not mm-hmm. do something crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, feel, you, you feel what I'm saying? Yes. 
And so that's why that's why I, I, I believe they all go together because the ultimate seed is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to produce any of these fruit, I need the seed of the spirit to be inside of me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have the Holy Spirit, it's hard for me to navigate. And and, and, and yet and still it's it's not easy, right? Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes we think as Christians, uh, if I plant a seed today, if it don't grow tomorrow, then I will give up on the seed. Mm-hmm. So, but you understanding this journey called life, this Christian journey, that this seed needs to be cultivated. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in the dark for a period of time. Mm-hmm. It needs water. It needs oxygen. It needs sunlight. It needs somebody to take care of it in order for it to produce what it had been designed to produce. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we give up too fast. Like, well, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, I cuss today, so I don't, I'm not saved anymore. Or mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't think I'm Christian anymore because I did something wrong. And that's not the case. Um, it's some habits that we've developed for years. And some of us think, um, that it all goes away immediately. And sometimes it don't, sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. And when the moment it don't, that means, okay, now let's, let's work, let's journey through this process. And let's not jump off the wagon mm-hmm. because we fall down. But let's get back on and keep riding it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's the challenge sometimes with people. Yeah. That we want to give up because we think, oh, um, I'm not living as holy as someone else. Mm-hmm. Or, and we begin to compare. And comparison is the greatest evil for any of us to try to do because my level of spirituality may be different than yours. Mm-hmm. Um, well, where were we? I think in Bible study, you know, I've been, I've been saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost for 32 years. Mm-hmm. I have a strong relationship with God. You feel what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've been intentional about that relationship since I was about eight years old. Mm-hmm. So intentional. Like, I didn't go to homecoming, right? Mm-hmm. And then go to any homecoming dance oh. until my... <laughs> Even Jesus danced with the people. <laughs> until my <laughs> senior year, and then go to homecoming, went to prom. Uh, you did not go to prom? I did go to prom oh. my senior year. Went to the dance. We got something eating and just went home. Mm-hmm. Felt lame. Um, it was a choice. I ain't, you know, I ain't kick it as hard. I ain't do a lot of things because I was like, yo, I want to please God. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been preaching since I was 13, mm-hmm. licensed since I was 14. And that was the goal in life. And so that's just something that's always been on me. Whenever I found myself in compromised position that are going outside of the will of God, I will always ask myself, would God be pleased? Mm-hmm. And that was the Holy Spirit reminding me, hey, you're not producing what you mm-hmm. will God be pleased, you know. And so now most of the times I was like, no, nah, God wouldn't be pleased and I fall back and sometimes I'll proceed. I ain't gonna even lie. Mm-hmm. Um but but I knew, right? I'm like Paul, the good that I should do, I don't do. And that that I shouldn't do, I find myself doing, oh what a wretched man that I am. Who would deliver Lars. who would deliver me <laughs> from this treacherous body of sin. 
Paul said, well, I thank God for Jesus. Mm. For therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who live according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. Mm. And so the intentionality must be on the Christian to put God first. And that's and that's something that we really um, have to be intentional in our lives about is learning. When I wake up, God gets my time first. Mm-hmm. He should. Because you get to a point in this Christian journey where you say, hey, um, I'm only breathing because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And since I'm alive, I need to give God his time before I do anything else. Mm-hmm. So that's why we say be good stewards of your time, your talents, and your treasures. Mm -hmm. Because I can be giving money all day. Mm -hmm. And it can mean nothing if I'm not giving God my time in prayer and meditation and studying uh, and service. uh, Or even, and I can be giving time and not being using my talents. I'm only using my talents for, to get gain in the world and not in the church or helping people in the church or being involved. And so that's why you need all of that to be connected to God, to be able to truly um, operate and live in the spirit. And once we live in the spirit, we, it's just going to happen. You're going to produce those things. They, they're mm-hmm. not just going to um, be things that come and go. It'll be something that's mm-hmm. repeti- repeating constantly joy, happiness, love, you know, and so, and even like, um, when we struggle mentally, right, mm-hmm. and struggle with depression and anxiety, um, the struggle with grief, bereavement, mm-hmm. um, having that relationship with God helps, it, um, it's like, um, when I was in the army, we had vests mm-hmm. that protects us from the bullet. It didn't stop the bullet from coming. It took the blow. Mm. And it just lightened the blow on us. We still felt it. Mm-hmm. Right? But we didn't die from it. Mm. And so that's what happens when we have the Holy Spirit. Life is still going to happen. You like that, don't you? Life, <laughs> life is still going to happen. But the Holy Spirit helps us take the blow. Mm-hmm. It takes it for us. We're going to still feel some pain from it. Mm-hmm. But we can recover quickly. That's good. That's a good analogy. You should use that. Huh? You should use that. I know I haven't used it in a long time. At least I just said. I just thought of that. <laughs> so how have you not used it in a long time or you just thought of it? <laughs> How'd it work? <laughs> well, let me reframe it. That one just came to me while I was sitting here. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, so Remind me to use it in one of these sermons. I'm going to write it down. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, I was just holding my pen like, what do I write? <laughs> Lessons to blow. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I really liked, and like I said at the beginning, uh, I hadn't heard the fruit of the spirit talked about in this way uh, as a whole, and then broken down into these three subcategories. I've heard them all being identified as one excuse me, individually, and then other scriptures that support that. So so looking, I want to take this next part and look talk about the parts of the spirits since they're not full fruit, 
that I've learned today. <laughs> Take the parts and talk to them um, as you have them broken down as supplied by God. So then that's love, joy, and peace. Uh, relationship with others, which is patience, kindness, and goodness. And then principles of godly living, which is faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now the first three, uh, love, joy, and peace, are supplied by God. Uh, and to, like I mean, God is love. Love is mentioned first. Mm -hmm. uh, I think... In our conversations, God starts with love, so this also has to start with love. It's very on brand, as the yeah. people, as the influencers would say. It's very on brand. Uh, but I wanted to ask you. So in First Corinthians, Paul explains love in this very expressive way to the point that we use it current day during in marriage, mm -hmm. marriage ceremonies. Is there any other? either in scripture or supporting text, where Paul explains the other fruits of the Spirit like he does love? Um, I don't think so. Paul's trash. Uh, I'm just kidding. Paul's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trash. <laughs> but uh, I, think we, it's, I, I think that's due to the part that love being so indescribable. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, if I ask you now what is love, you'll give me a totally different def definition than somebody else mm -hmm. because love it matures with us, right? Um, based off who we are and where we are in life, our experiences, will we be able to explain what we feel true love is? And I think Paul captures it. Mm -hmm. I think he gives the best definition we could ever find in Corinthians 13. Especially when he said, love never fails. Mm. You feel it's me? unconditional. It's unconditional. It's limitless, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, I don't think you would find nowhere else where he defines everything else. Mm -hmm. Take the time to really you know, give a whole chapter of his writing or or when he wrote the letter uh was we'll a whole page because his letters wasn't broken down in chapters mm -mm. but he gave a whole page or a whole section um whole passage to attempting to define what love is and paul probably missed out on some stuff too mm -hmm. um but love is i think it's mentioned first because if it is not involved the others cannot fall in line. Mm -hmm. uh, if I can, if I can't love you, I won't have any patience with you. Mm -hmm. I won't have peace. I won't have joy. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I won't have self control because I only can show self control to mm -hmm. because I have this spirit of love. And if I'm not operating in love, you're going to get war. You feel me? Mm -hmm. All right. But love comes first, mm -hmm. and, and if we um, if we connect to that one first, it just supersedes everything else. Awesome, yeah. Because then that, well, they all connect to each other. <clears throat> but then, um, joy. Uh, what I got from what you were sharing on Sunday was that joy brings energy. Energy. Mm. Energy. Mm. Mm. energy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 
so I wanted to ask you, when was the last time that joy brought you energy? I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. That's a song. <laughs> but but um, energy, like um, my son, I just enjoy watching him play football. Mm-hmm. And um, it just gives me a lot of energy to be at every game mm-hmm. on the sideline. Um I've coached him since he was in fourth grade, and then he was in ninth grade this year, so I was glad I wasn't coaching because mm-hmm. I'm not a football coach. Mm-hmm. All that I know about football is Madden. That's a video game. And But um, I was out there you know, filming and recording and taking pictures. I changed my whole YouTube page, my whole YouTube channel to Allen Sports News. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? No, I you haven't. ASN? No. You don't know nothing about that? No, I'm sorry. Go check it out. You ain't even like my page. Oh. I didn't know it existed until this moment. Oh my gosh, you were behind. Obviously. See, I mean, <laughs> but it just gave me joy. And like, you know, you know, I have a schedule. My, I got a real busy schedule and a lot going on. But to be out there to watch him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to I, I watch the game, film in the game. And then all the kids, yo, can I get that video? Can I get that video? Did you get my touchdown? You get this? And so then I go back home and edit the videos. I've learned, I've been a pretty, I was a pretty good editor Mm. uh, of videos and pull up highlight reels and stuff. I'm about to show you. Put, had to put the non-copyright songs on the, uh, on the uh, tracks, on the videos. So, Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of work. Yeah. But that joy gave me energy because I was doing it for my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Good question. Thank you. Uh, so looking at peace, I'm, you know what? I may just ask you questions through all of these ones. Uh, yeah, just, just give me a question so I don't have to explain all of them. Okay. <laughs> so for peace, uh, oh, well, this one is kind of a bunch. Um, you know, let's see. Okay, so you... Okay. Question A or B? Uh, B. Okay. How do we know that... Um, how do we know that we have peace? And I ask because you say peace passes all understanding and is beyond what we know. So how can we know that we have peace? When, when you're not acting the fool when trouble comes, right? Um, we can look at the story of Job. Mm-hmm. Um, Job receives a series of bad news one after the other this is gone this is gone this is gone and guess what um, all of your children are gone Job said naked I came in this world naked I shall leave mm. blessed be the name of the Lord what mm. Though he slay me, yet would I still trust in him. That's a strong level of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, all your kids are gone, your cattle, your, your sheep, everything, your fortune, your family, and now you, and even your friends turn on you. And, and in the midst of all that, you still can say, yo, I trust God. That's, that, that's when you know you're at peace. 
Um, when we look at our lives, um, yeah. Can I bring it back? You were saying now, Job, Job, Job was, <laughs> Job was the most righteous man. In these. <laughs> that ain't me. Job, Job made it into the Bible, so I know he made that's it. That's not me. <laughs> How would you know? How would you know your story wouldn't make it to the Bible? Well, first of all, I'm a woman. Okay. So we have we don't have a lot going on in the Bible. Yeah. Because the men need it. There was a lot of women in in the Bible. It's a lot of women that's very influential. How many have names? A lot. Okay. All right. Ezra. <laughs> that's a man. Habakkuk. <laughs> a lot of them, you know, but um, but you know, just I think it, I think your peace come from. Um, I would look at Mother Georgia Henderson to to give an example. Uh, I think I said this in in a sermon before how she on the prayer call every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. On the prayer call, her son was sick. She was every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. She'll say, "Pray for my son Stephen." Mm-hmm. And for his friend Joe Horn, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and both of them died, and she still get on the prayer line mm-hmm. <laughs> every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, mm-hmm. and this time she does not have that prayer request. But she's still at peace because she's still able to get on the prayer line mm-hmm. and say, hey, I'm still talking to God. Mm-hmm. And on um, Thankful Friday, which is the last Friday of the month, mm. she's the first one to respond. Mm. The Lord woke me up this morning. Mm. That's what I'm thankful for. And so that's the level of peace. Um, it's another lady when I was at my former church. She lived by herself. She was partially blind. Um, she had bent over and she burst her eyeball on the side of the counter. Mm-hmm. And she was in the hospital and I went to go see her. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, no, no, I'm crying, I'm sad and stuff. She said, baby, it's all right. Um, that was my bad eye anyways. I couldn't see out of it. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, Peace, man. right? Peace. Um, you want me to keep going? No, no, no. <laughs> that's a piece. Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, so that's... Never. But that's when you know, yo. When you know, when you get to that place where, yo, there is nothing I can do about this. Mm-hmm. God is in total control and whatever happens, happens. And I'm satisfied. That's when you know you have that peace that goes beyond understanding, which means people can't comprehend or you can't even comprehend. Like, yo, how I didn't go off just then? Yeah. Yo, how I didn't act a fool in that moment? How are things so calm, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Sounds good. Cool. All right, so then the next group of 
seeds, I guess, we'll call these, um, relationships with others, long-suffering. And <laughs> I know that in different texts and conversations, people use them interchange, use this word interchangeably with patience, mm-hmm. but long-suffering sounds way worse. It does. Like, not hopeful, <laughs> no joy. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So thinking of this, we, as Christians, we need to be patient. Um, And a lot of this has to be patience in regards to people, not necessarily things or events. So what about romantic relationships? And being patient with somebody. Having long suffering with or for somebody. Like, how how does that... How does that all circle and make sense? This is that's where I'm trying to. I don't. I guess. I guess my question. My question to you is, how? How long? You okay? Hold up. You okay? <laughs> you all right? It's okay. It's all right. Oh. It's all right. I need a semester to be over. I've been in long suffering <laughs> with my stats class. <laughs> Using all kinds of words that I would never use ever again. Never. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay, this is my question. How much time should you spend in long-suffering with a person before you let them go? Right. Um, That's when, you, of course, you live by the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit gives you discernment. The Holy Spirit lets you know. It's time to cut sling load, as the army would say. Sling load? Sling load. So on the helicopter, um, it's like a rope, and then it's carrying a large crate or something. And in order for it to signal to the the pilot or the helicopter operator, whatever they call they say cut sling load. Just let it go, right? Mm. Um, So I think... It's different for every person, so there's no absolute time, right? Mm-hmm. You can't say, yo, after three weeks, if fam not acting right, let him go. I can't tell you because I don't know what's your level of <laughs> patience or long suffering because you probably don't have much when it comes to foolery, especially when it's foolery. Yes. Um, and so I think with relation, that's why this is a relationship fruit right mm-hmm. um you gotta you have to um um you have to have clear communication with god um with everything i believe right and so you got to be able to say yo this is enough i can't take this because i don't think i i'm confident god no does not want any of us to live in misery if god says no good thing that i will withhold from you um, and then tell you to stay in a relationship that's hurting you. Um, mm. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't see how that match up, right? Um, that you continue to be with someone who's abusive or someone who's emotionally challenging you, someone who is um, constantly cheating on you or treating you as if you're not um, the man or woman of God that he creates you to be. I don't think God uh, would say, yo, stay, mm-hmm. suffer long. 
in that um, because it zaps your joy and the spirit provides you what joy mm-hmm. and if I'm not producing that then then we have some problems we got to look and see what's going on and so I think um, when it comes to suffering um, when it comes to relationships it um, comes with being able to hear the voice of God and especially when you say yo that's enough it's time to walk away mm-hmm. um, and Jesus showed us that throughout the text a lot of places I and mean, it's like Yo, I'm just gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and just pack your stuff and he, and he get out. He said, "I can't do any miracles here because you all don't believe." I could have done more. I can do miracles, but you don't believe, so I'm out of here, right? And so we have to know um, our relationships. Now we we we've built to be relational beings. Mm-hmm. We want to be. Most people want to be in relationships. Um, but you don't want to be in something that's hurting you mm-hmm. constantly, repeatedly, and and does not provide any type of happiness or joy in your life, but it's constantly bringing you down. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say get out, like the movie. <clears throat> so in the sermon, you combine kindness and goodness. You have them them working together. Because they are closely related. I had a teammate that told me, and and maybe you can prove this this not. She said that we only do good and kind acts when we um that feel good to us. So we also get a benefit from doing said act. So then I pose the question, is there truly a selfless act that has happened, not Jesus. Well, maybe Jesus was a little selfish. He wanted to save everybody, so. Mm-hmm. So is there such thing as a truly selfish, selfless act? Yeah. I'm, I'm not getting anything in return. But you get a feeling. You get a feeling, okay? Yeah. If I give you $100 to help you pay your rent, mm-hmm. I'm not getting anything in return from that. But you feel good that you helped me. I, how, how you know I feel good about it? Well, I guess it's well, just that muscle memory, just a, a response to a need, and I'm often just willing to help. I'm not mad about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sad about it, but I'm just doing what I just. It's just who I am. Mm-hmm. That's just when you're doing kind acts um, of goodness towards people. Um, excuse me. Yes, it should give you some gratification. Yes, um, you shouldn't be like, oh, I hate that I gave them that. Um, but it also shouldn't be like, yay. And I think uh, even with that mindset, it hurts the church because we don't publish as much as we do to kind deeds for others, right? But if you look at these nonprofits and other people, whatever they do good for people, they have to put it out mm-hmm. so that donors can continue to give. Mm-hmm. But we don't, we don't market like, yo, look at these people we have, look at these people mm-hmm. we're with. We don't market in that manner. Um, um, and so, yeah, I've given to people and not had a Super Bowl parade because I've helped somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sad. I wasn't upset about it, but I was just out of my the kindness of my heart. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
we you shouldn't give in that manner where you're only thinking about what am I getting out of it, even mm-hmm. if it is emotional fixing. Okay. What you think? I think that works. You sure? Emotional fixing. You know, you like your you gotta get your fix. You know, some people look for a drug or alcohol or a high, you know, some people get that emotional high, so they go out and help people. Um, and so, sometimes um, African Americans in impoverished communities look at white people that come in, and that's all they're trying to do is get an emotional high because mm-hmm. they're helping some disenfranchised African American child or man or woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's all we see is them chasing this emotional high. That's the only reason why you're mm-hmm. helping me because you want to make yourself feel good. Mm-hmm. And then it's just those people. It's not, you know, I see a need. I'm going to meet the need. And I don't need no fanfare. I don't need any awards or anything. Um, you know, of course, everyone want to be appreciated for the work that they do. You at least should say thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not, hey, if you if you give me something, I'm fine. If not, I'm just doing this because this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when, when people sick and got COVID and... Mm-hmm. And, you know, people send them food or money for food and stuff. Mm-hmm. And nobody just getting on Facebook like, I sent this fam some money so she can go get her something to eat. You know what I'm saying? Or I just paid this, these people rent. You know, you know, you see that a lot of mm-hmm. social media people like, let me give you $10,000 and they recording it and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And, and so people looking for gratification in different ways. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. All right. And the last, yeah, the last groupings. Talk about the principles for godly living. Uh, if you have listened to any other podcasts, you know Pastor loves to give us some principles. He's always got something for us to do. And so these three are faithfulness, gentleness, or slash meekness, and self-control. All right, just give me one from one question from that group. You know, it's been we've been here for a long time. I feel like whose fault is that? So I'm pulling from this one group. That's what I'm saying. So I wanted to talk so much. Uh, Okay. Gentleness and meekness. Talk about strength under control. Mm -hmm. How is that different than strength being control? So if I have the strength, I can be in control of the situation. Whether I have emotional strength, physical strength, financial strength, I can be in control of the situation. But this, almost like strength on top of control a little bit, but this is saying strength under control. What is, how, how do those differ? Okay, so we're talking about gentleness yes. or self-control, which one? G- uh, gentleness. Gentleness, All right, let's read it. And then, then I explain. Okay, okay. Well, you fine with that? Read the read the passage that you wrote. Yeah. Okay. Want me to read it? Go ahead, read it. Okay. <clears throat> so the passage that uh, from Pastor's notes. This is an exclusive. This is handwritten <laughs> notes from Pastor. Uh, it says closely linked to humility is it is not weakness, but instead it is a strength under control. Yeah. Because when people think you gentle they thinking you humble right mm-hmm. and then humility people always don't you're weak 
Mm-hmm. But then you're not weak. You're strong, but you're under control. Not under control, but like you have things under control. So not like subservient to control. Right. But, okay. But you're able to manage in things um, efficiently without being wowed or uh, losing self-control. Mm-hmm. You feel what I mean? Okay. And so that that's that's what we're saying. You know, when gentleness is not like I'm gentle, I'm kind. You know, I'm a, like me. I'm real soft. You know, gentle and humble. And so, yeah. remember where you are. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, and so it's not it's not that I'm I'm a weak people are like oh you weak because you're so kind or you're so gentle uh, or you uh, you don't raise your voice something like that you mm-hmm. know or you don't spaz out demonstrate your strength that's that's you demonstrating your strength mm-hmm. that I could act a fool mm-hmm. but I'm gonna be gentle I got this under control. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be gentle, right? I'm gonna I'm be humble. I'm gonna lower lower myself so I can meet you where you are and not go lower than you. Below, like if you say something nasty, I'm, I mean I'm gonna say something even more nastier mm-hmm. to you. You feel me? so? Yeah. Keep reading. <laughs> For instance, in Paul's second letter to Timothy, he wrote that the Lord's servant will correct his opponents with gentleness, 2 Timothy 2.25. And in Paul's letter to the church in Galatia, he wrote that those who have been caught in sin should be restored in the spirit of gentleness, mm-hmm. Galatians 6.1. Gentleness being the opposite of self-interest is also a key ingredient in unity and peace within the body of Christ, Ephesians 4.2. Humble is the way of the saint. Jesus said, the humble shall be exalted, and the exalted shall be humbled. I would rather the Lord lift me up than to pull me down. Right. And so, it was saying, so like, like gentle when you talk, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm learning that. I don't have to operate in that, too. You feel what I'm saying? Because when I get frustrated, I just be like, I just want to give it to people. How I'm frustrated. Um, then I'm like, it's not going to help mm-hmm. being wild and crazy. But if I'm gentle, people can learn mm-hmm. and people will draw closer to me rather than me acting a fool and pushes people away. Um, and so that's, that's God. <laughs> When we mess up, because that's what he talks about, right, in Timothy and Ephesians, when other people mess up, don't just kill them. Mm-hmm. Talk to them gently and restore them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can't I can't restore a relationship with you. I'm like, that scene you did, that was just horrible of you. You embarrassing us. You messed us up. I can say, um, yeah, you messed up, but let's figure out how do we mm-hmm. recover from this. Right, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm gonna cover up what you did. Mm-hmm. I'm be gentle with you, and allowing the wound to heal. I'm not gonna pour salt in it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna uh, apply any more pressure. But I'm gonna put a dressing on it and help you heal from the wound 
either you've caused to someone else or when you cause it to yourself because mm-hmm. of your actions. Hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. I know. Sometimes I surprise myself. <laughs> uh, so thank you for going through those. Um, those are all of the questions that I had. Do you have any parting points for the people? No, um, I think we covered mostly most stuff um, throughout. I hope it helped. You you okay? Yeah. All right. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's a uh, it's a journey. It's not something that will happen overnight. Um, it's not something that will happen instantly. But it will happen after you stay committed. Mm. Yeah. Good. Well, thank you, Pastor, again. Always good chatting with you and breaking this stuff down. Um, you put a lot of content in this, so we got to talk through it. But mm-hmm. thank you, everyone, for listening. If you um, please continue to go to our Facebook page uh, and our website for more content, mtzlife.com. Uh, but until then, stay marvelous, fabulous, and blessed. Peace. Peace.